What's going on, everybody? It is Monday, July 4th, and you're listening to the College Football Daily. I'm your host, Nick Costco, and we have a special episode for you on this Independence Day here in 2022. Army football head coach Jeff Munkin joined me for a tremendous conversation on what Army football can expect in 2022 after a successful 21 campaign. Also, what it's like to play for a service academy, the recruiting process, and of course, I got Coach Munkin's thoughts on the Army-Navy game and and the changing rotation of locations of the game, you know, that, that includes Philly, Baltimore, the Boston area, DC, you name it. So it's going all up and down now the East Coast over the next couple of years through 2027. So it's a great conversation. Looking forward for you guys to hearing it. Here's my conversation with Army football head coach Jeff Munkin. Please be joined now by Army Head Coach Jeff Munkin. Coach, first of all, thank you for joining me here this afternoon. It's it's great to talk to you. First of all, I mean, I have a soft spot for Army football, to say the least, but I wanted to get into you guys because, you know, people see the Army-Navy game, and that's a lot of what they see of Army football. But Army football is pretty qual- high quality throughout the entire season, so... I wanted to get your uh, thoughts on spring practice and how you guys have been able to transition from 2021 to 2022 coming off a successful campaign. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about Army football, Nick. I, I got a soft spot, too. I love Army football, so always glad to, to talk about our team and our players. And uh, it's really proud of our, our team this past year and the way we finished that winning that bowl game and beating an SEC team was a was a huge victory for us. Uh, obviously, there were some disappointments along the way, but but to finish like that was was great to carry that momentum into the offseason. And our, our guys have really been determined and uh, they want to improve and get better. And uh, we've got some really strong leaders. So I felt like the transition from the 2021 season to the spring was good. And, and our guys were able to choose captains at the end of the at the end of the spring uh, campaign. And, and I think chose two really great captains. Marquel Broughton, who was uh, a junior captain last year for us, which is which is a rarity. Uh, at, at Army, and then Connor Bishop. Both will do a great job leading our team. And there's several other guys. We've got a leadership council comprised of some really great leaders. And I think that helped us move from the last season into this season. And I'm confident that our guys are not carrying any baggage in terms of you know, being being too proud or, or or feeling like we don't have something to prove this year, which which uh, I know we do, and I I know that they believe that we do too. So guys worked hard in the spring. We played a lot of the guys that didn't get a lot of experience in the fall, and you got to bring those guys along. The best time to do that is in the spring. There's several players that have played a lot of football for us that have the experience that. We didn't feel like we needed to rep them as much in the spring, so we kind of held off. It kept them healthy, and it gave the younger guys an opportunity to compete and for us to be able to evaluate them and, and figure out kind of where we fall in terms of the depth chart. So it's interesting you actually mentioned that there is something to prove in 2022. What are those things that you need to prove this coming season compared to last year? Well, obviously, we, we didn't win the CIC outright. We, we had done that the year before and after having lost it in, uh, in 2019, the pride of bringing that back and then going one and one in the, in the round robin tournament. That's something that's important to our program, as, as I'm, I'm sure it is to the others as well. But we want to win those games. And so to, uh, to try to get ourselves positioned and to work and to prepare ourselves to, to win both of those games is, is a huge challenge. It's a challenge every year. And, uh, but there, there's not a more important, tangible goal that we have than that one. 
one of the guys who is probably really looking forward to that. I mean, not now, I mean, everyone, of course, is looking forward to the Navy game and, of course, the game against Air Force later in the year as well. But one guy I wanted to point out was linebacker Andre Carter. And this guy is getting more buzz than I think a lot of guys that, that have played for service academies in recent years. I mean, this guy is getting first-round NFL draft buzz going into 2023. And what do you make of his play uh, throughout your program over the last couple of years and his outlook going into 2022 and then possibly through that draft process? Well, he's an outstanding player and a, and a very talented young man. And the thing that uh, excites me most about Andre is that he's improving as a player. He's still getting better. And and I think that he's got the potential to play even better and uh, and be more effective this fall than, than he was last year. Now, I, I don't know that that will mean his, his production in terms of tackles for loss or sacks is going to be better than it was last year. He led the nation in, in sacks per game last year. That's that's, that's going to be hard to beat, but but he's an extremely talented guy, very humble, and uh, and that that's what what I appreciate, and I think we all appreciate most about him is that he strives every day to try to get better, and uh, and he as much as anybody wants to win those games and and uh, and win the CIC trophy outright again. So he's just one of those guys that can become a special player playing for Army or, you know, these guys that also play for Air Force as well as uh, Navy. But I, I want to get your take on why is it so special and what is really the difference? And, you know, when you look at playing for a service academy, it's different than in playing college football elsewhere. It's very different. So in your mind, what, what do you see different in these guys when they come to suit up and play for Army? But yet they're, go- they're basically there for a greater purpose, we'll say, other than playing football. What's it like to you? I think our guys discover that purpose when they're here. I don't know that that uh, necessarily all of them come here with with really uh, a great idea of what it means to serve and what it means to be in a leadership role in the Army and the armed services. And, and that's the great thing about this program and this institution and being a part of of the development of these guys is is so many of them come because the academics are incredible. We're, we're one of the top academic institutions in the country and, and respected around the world as the best leadership school on the face of the planet. And we play big time football. We play at a really high level and they get a chance to play multiple power five games while they're here. And, and that's, that's unique to Army. And so I think the guys see that and, and that's appealing. With that, comes an obligation to serve for five years. And I think what 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 happens is it it changes from an obligation to an opportunity. And our guys really get excited about the opportunity to serve. And that happens as they as they go through this process. And that's exciting. It's exciting to see that because a hundred percent of them have the opportunity to leave if they don't want to stay and and fulfill their military service. But they choose to stay. And that's what's really unique. There are young men that, that come here from all different backgrounds, from all around the country, different goals, different ideas about maybe what they, they want to accomplish. And they have this common experience and it ends up being a common goal. And that's to serve our country as, as Army officers. We'll get more into the recruiting process in a second. But first, take a quick break. Keep it locked here. Listening to the College Football Daily. Coach, I wanted to get your take on what the recruiting process is like. You, know, you, you just you just mentioned what it's like to fulfill that obligation and to go into the service when it comes to serving the military, whether it be Army, Navy, or the Air Force. What is your recruiting process like, and what do you tell these guys and their parents in their living rooms when you go out on these recruiting trips? Well, that our recruiting process is, is so much different from a traditional college. We, we're looking for a guy that we feel like has the athletic ability, 
to, to contribute to our football team and help us compete at a really high level. They have to have the, the academic regimen, the background, the credentials, I guess, to, uh, to be able to compete at, at one of the most challenging academic institutions in the world. So we're seeking someone with, with great academics. We also look for, for someone who is a leader, a leader in their school, a leader in their community, has the character that we know is in line with the values of, of our, our academy and, and that of, of what's expected of an Army leader and an Army officer. So we have criteria and we, we find prospects that fit that criteria. We have to go through thousands and thousands of evaluations to, uh, to vet our, our, our prospects. But when it comes to recruiting, uh, we sell what, what we have to offer like a traditional college does. They're, each college is, is unique. Every program is unique. And we're very unique from, from most schools and most programs because of the, the military service piece and the fact that we are a military college. And there are professional standards that, that our, our students and our players have to, uh, they have to, to operate uh, under some standards that are different than a traditional college, what they wear, how they groom themselves, the cleanliness of the rooms, those kinds of things that, that uh, are uncommon at a traditional college. But we use that as, as a selling point to, uh, to, to, to maybe just, I guess, get our prospects to understand, their parents to understand that coming on this journey with us, going through this experience does give them a uniqueness from other college graduates. And uh, so, obviously, uh, selling this incredible institution, the opportunity to lead and to serve, being a leadership position, the alumni that we have, we have that have graduated from West Point, it's a who's who of, of leadership in every industry, but also to play football at this level. And who we play and the success that we've had are all things that, that I think are, are appealing to prospects. And, and then the, the military piece, the the, the fact that it's a military school and the service piece that comes after it are all things that we have to explain in, in a lot more detail. But there are, there are so many families and there are so many young men out there that we encounter that are excited about it and, and open to it. And really, they, they don't see that as a burden. I think they see it as an opportunity. And we got 150 of those guys on our team right now. So we're glad to have them. Speaking of opportunities, you have an opportunity in 2022 to get back at Navy, you know, one of the premier games of the college football season. And actually, I took in my first Army-Navy game in person when I went out, when I went out to the uh, MetLife Stadium last year to go cover it in person. And Coach, I got to tell you, it's one of the most amazing things that I've ever seen, you know, pregame during the game and post-game that I've ever seen in college football or really any sport. And now the, there, there are new sites now for this Army-Navy game moving forward. You know, you're going to bounce between Philly. Obviously, there's going to be games in Baltimore, FedEx Field down in D.C. as well, up in Foxborough near the Boston area. I mean, what do you make of this now with the game that's traditionally in Philly, the New Jersey area? We've seen it in, in Maryland as well. What do you make of it now going up and down the East Coast over the next couple of years? First off, I'm sorry you wasted your taxi money getting over there to the game last year. <laughs> uh, I, I am uh, I'm, I'm sorry you didn't get a chance to see an army win there, but <laughs> we're, we'll try to do our best down in Philly this year. And I, I think it's great that the game is moving around. And for our players, for our, our Corps of Cadets, the fans, we're able to to bring the game to other cities. It's 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 America's game. It's uh it's two teams that uh, it's just a fierce rivalry, but I think it embodies the, the, the passion and the competitiveness that, 
that we all feel as Americans and the pride that we have in, in, in being citizens of this great nation. And, uh, and so that, that goes on display once a year in that game. It's an incredible game. And uh, I've been a part of, of, I guess, 14 of those games. This will be my 15th this year. And every one of them is special. And, and it is a great experience and, and a unique contest and competition and and uh so I'm, I'm glad you got to go to the game i hope you can uh hope you can come again this year hopefully we'll find a way to win i would absolutely love that of course a couple more for you coach i just uh I wanted to actually piggyback off what you just said, you know, the emotion and the competitiveness of that Army-Navy game. And I, I'm sure you guys feel the same way when you play Air Force as well. I, I know Army-Navy is more of on a national stage, you know, final week of the year, basically a game of its own throughout the entire season. But in that Army-Navy game, you know, I, I love the, the tradition of you guys don't leave the field until everybody celebrates and sings the alma mater. And just everyone waits to get off the field. And it's, it's a sign of unity. I mean, what, what was that like for you? I mean, you've been a part of wins and losses in this rivalry so far. What was that like last year, knowing that you, know, you have to watch Navy do it second you know, and you have to wait till they get off the field before you guys actually go back into the locker room, discuss what happened and move on from there? I'm assuming this is a family uh, a, a family uh, show we're doing here. So <laughs> really tell you my, my, my real emotion over that. It's agonizing, and uh, it, it's it's difficult to be the the competitor that doesn't get to sing second in that game. That, that's an understatement. Well, we'll just leave it at that. So, Coach, uh, one more for you. You know, you have a pretty good career record yourself at Army, fifty eight and forty three overall. You guys actually did reach the top twenty five a couple of times under your watch, including number twenty two just recently as twenty twenty. Now, knowing that Army can be ranked in the top 25, and that just goes to show you that this team can do some special things during the college football season other than, you know, they're playing Navy, they're playing for a commander-in-chief trophy, they might go to a bowl game as well. How high can Army football go in 2022 and down the line, do you think, knowing that you guys have reached the top 25 before? Can you guys go beyond that? I don't, I don't get into those rankings a whole lot. It's not, uh, that's not a goal of ours. It's not what's important. What matters to me and what matters to our team is that we maximize who we are and who we can be. And uh, if we'll play as well as we're capable of playing, then I think we give ourselves a chance every week to compete and to win. And, 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 and if we do that, then all that other stuff comes with it. But, uh, but I, don't, I don't look at the rankings and, and, and try to think, you know, where, where can we land and how, pick the games that we've got to win or ones we think we can win and maybe we can sneak this one out and get into the top 25. I, I don't worry about that. I, I, I want our guys to play their best and not, they don't have to have that pressure of getting in the top 25 and being in the top 25, finishing the top 25. What we've got to do is try to play our best and win each week. And it's a challenge every week for us, I assure you. It is a challenge for us to win every single game we play. So we're going to try to get prepared for the first one. And uh, and that one will be tough enough playing Coastal Carolina and then get ready for the next one after that. And if we have a good enough season and the people that vote and, and, uh, and make those decisions think we're good enough at the end of the season, then perhaps they'll vote us into the top 25, which would be a really nice recognition for our team. But our, our success and our our own personal uh, evaluation as a program and and uh, how good we think we are doesn't doesn't ride on where we're ranked. It's it's us feeling like we've maximized who we can be and taking advantage of of every opportunity to to win a football game. 
That's certainly a mentality I can appreciate for sure. Coach, want to thank you once again for joining me today. It's a real honor to talk to you, and uh, I'll be looking forward to seeing you guys in Philly, a little bit, little bit closer to where I am in South Jersey. So look forward to going over to the link and seeing you guys take on Army uh, later this calendar year, of course. I appreciate it, Nick, and uh, we, we'll look forward to seeing you there, and I hope it's a great win for Army. Big thanks once again to Jeff Munkin of Army Football. Great conversation with him. Looking forward to seeing what Army can do in 2022. And I will for sure be looking out for the Army-Navy game once again, this time in Philly at the link. That'll be a great one to see if Army can get some payback this season after last December's 17-13 to loss. That's going to do it for me. Be sure to like, download, and subscribe to College Football Daily wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow me on Twitter as well at Nick Costco. N-I-C-K-K-O-S-K-O-5-9 on Twitter. And of course, follow 24-7 Sports on Twitter as well, at 247 Sports. Take it easy. We'll talk to you next time. You've been listening to the College Football Daily.